we know You've been living it. We've been dealing with it. That roller coaster weather ride over the past couple of weeks. Dramatically cold temperatures to near zero in just hours. And when that happens, I often hear people talk or see people mention on social media that all of a sudden they're dealing with headaches because they believe that the change in the weather affects it. And we've heard for years, uh, oh, my knees are aching, the, the rain must be coming in, stuff like that. Is there any truth to that, to, to, to this at all? Let's find out with Dr. Werner Becker, who is the founding director of the Calgary Headache Assessment and Management Program, Professor Emeritus of Neurology at the Cummings School of Medicine at the University of Calgary. Dr. Becker, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's nice to talk with you. So when it does happen, when we get these big shifts in weather temperatures, as I mentioned, I hear people, especially people who deal with migraines, say, oh, my gosh, i got to brace myself for this. Is there any truth? Is there any science behind the fact that the, the shift in the weather patterns or I guess maybe in the pressure in the weather impacts headaches? I always said that uh, so many patients can't be wrong. <laughs> and and in, uh, in the past, we've conducted a study here in Calgary on this. Um, the question was whether the Chinook winds we have here, which, uh, as you know, mm -hmm. warm the weather, warm the weather, and uh, have some associated barometric pressure changes, whether these actually triggered migraine attacks in, in people who with migraine. And the, long, the short answer is that, uh, yes, we found statistically that uh, quite a few people with migraine had a greater chance of having a migraine attack, a migraine headache, uh, when the Chinooks were coming in. And, and so why would that be? Is that just the, the change in the barometric pressure? Well, that's interesting. We, we suspect that it's the barometric pressure for a lot of them. And our results uh, did suggest that because about half the patients who are weather-sensitive seem to have their headaches start just before the Chinook wind rolled in, and that's when the barometric pressure is falling. However, uh, another half of the patients who are weather sensitive, uh, they seem to be more sensitive to the Chinook wind itself, but only if the wind was over 38 kilometers per hour. Really? Now, the, uh, when these winds get so strong, they sweep across the landscape, and you get a greater concentration of positive ions in the air, and we, and we suspect that uh, the ones that are sen the people that are sensitive to the uh, the high winds themselves uh, maybe are sensitive to these positive ions. So would it only be with people who specifically deal with migraines? Could these more positive ions? Could these uh, changes in the barometric pressure? just impact um you know give results in headaches to people who normally wouldn't have a migraine or is it mainly migraine sufferers well our research only included migraine sufferers so i, I can't okay. speak to the broader population but as you know a lot of people uh, with joint problems feel that their symptoms are worse with certain weather changes well, yeah, I hear it all the time, and as someone who lives with a couple of really bad knees, I'm like, oh, the rain must be coming in. My knees are aching again, and uh, and I think that that's uh, that's you know, oftentimes passed off as an old wives' tale. But it sounds like all the old wives can't be wrong, can they, doctor? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I agree. And I think for a lot of these things, uh, it likely is the barometric pressure that's the, the culprit. Uh, it seems that uh, our bodies, and it's been shown in some animal research that uh, barometric pressure can change the brain chemistry in animals, that uh, our bodies are sensitive to barometric pressure yeah. and that makes that creates changes in susceptible people that uh, they may get a migraine if they have the migraine tendency and if they have joint problems they may get uh, more inflammation or pain in their joints so i guess probably some of you would almost be like a preemptive planning when you see a big dramatic change in in the weather like we saw here in yeah in edmonton going from what minus 33 overnight to now it's minus two we've seen the change roll through when you see that coming are there things that you can do to uh, alleviate or limit the the severity of the pain well speaking again of migraine the recommendation is that uh, when treats uh, migraines related to uh, chinooks like any other migraine hmm. Most, most migraine sufferers have probably half a dozen triggers, including some foods like processed meats or aged cheeses or uh, stress is a very common trigger for migraine attacks. So weather is only one of several triggers, and there are two things you can do to try to preempt the whole thing, uh, at least two. Uh, one would be that uh, for a lot of migraine patients, the triggers tend to add up so that uh, if you're Fashionok comes in, it might not cause a headache for you unless you're also fatigued or perhaps short of sleep, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So you could try to unload your schedule and keep really regular hours if the Chinook is coming in and make sure that no other triggers help the Chinook to produce the headache or the weather change of any sort. Hmm. Not just, you know, people blame uh, weather changes for a migraine all over the world. It's not just the Chinook. <laughs> the other thing is that... Uh, if your attacks aren't too frequent and you really think the Chinooks are a major trigger for you or, or some other weather change, uh, you could try taking a medication like naproxen, which has quite a long duration mm -hmm. of action, uh, an hour, a few hours before this comes in. That might protect you, not proven. Uh, don't do it too often. Uh, keep it under 14 days a month if you if you want to try that. And maybe talk to your doctor about it. But it's, it's a possibility. Dr. Becker, um, I sure appreciate you making time for us this afternoon. I'm just curious um, on, on migraines in general. And I'm sure you know the answer to this because this is what you do. But for those of us, like I, I don't, I, I don't get migraines. Um, I, I believe I might have had one once because it was just an unbelievable head pain that I'd never had before. Um, but I don't know if it's just something that happens once and you never happen again. What is the difference between a normal headache and a migraine? Oh, migraine headaches do have specific diagnostic criteria, which the experts have worked out. Uh, migraine headaches tend to be throbbing. They tend to be more severe than the so-called ordinary headaches, which are often called tension-type headaches. Uh, migraines will often affect just one side of the head, although they may affect both sides. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're generally made worse by activity or moving around. So migrant sufferers often want to sort of keep fairly still. Uh, you wouldn't go for a jog if you had a bad migraine. No. Uh, and also importantly, uh, migraine headaches have other symptoms. Uh, they very often have some accompanying nausea, not always. And they very commonly have light and sound sensitivity. So the, the, the person finds that uh, bright lights make, make the headache worse. And there's a wide variety of triggers for uh, for migraine sufferers. It's uh, you know, as you said, some some could be I don't know red wine. Others could be the weather. It's 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 really a mishmash, isn't it? 
Well, that's right. And, you know, the ultimate cause of migraine is, uh, is genetic. Hmm. And there are, many, there are many, many gene changes, many, many genes that contribute to your migraine tendency. And so as a result, uh, different migraine sufferers have different combinations of these genes. So their migraine is somewhat different, uh, both in what triggers it and uh, what medications it might respond to. I've read about, I think they're called ice pick headaches. What is that? Well, those are very short uh, bursts of pain that can occur in various parts of the head. That's why they're called ice pick headaches. Um, they're basically kind of a, a nerve pain, and uh, they're also more common in people with migraines. So the migraine people have a lot of, a lot of oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, you know what? We've got some answers here uh, to the questions that we had and some advice on how to deal with it. Dr. Becker, I sure appreciate you making the time for us this afternoon. All the best. Um, You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.